Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. It's time to wake up, recover from last night's mess, and get your fix of Sports Caffeine. It's time to kickstart your day with the latest sports news and opinions. Get ready. Sports Caffeine is live in three, two, one. Welcome, everybody. It is another episode of Sports Caffeine, and by that crack of a beer, yes, I am drinking one. Hold on a second. Ah, that tastes so good. That tastes so good. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> it is another edition of Sports Caffeine. Uh, it is myself, L. Bushman, of course, Kristen, and Chip. You can uh, stream us live on FanStreamSports.com and also FanStream Sports, the app. Also follow us on iTunes and Google Play and also on Spotify. What? I think you should tell everybody we are recording this on Thursday night, not Friday morning. Nah, not s- drinking a breakfast here. Is that a breakfast here? <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> Screw that. Ah, yes, that's true. Yeah, we do record the show nightly, so to give you guys uh, a morning show. So uh, don't think I'm an alcoholic uh, if I'm cracking open a beer because it is Thursday night. So yeah. Anyways, so how's it going, guys? How has been your week so far? Uh, we've got so many shows to talk about. I know, Kristen, before we went on the air and started to record, you were talking about the suggestion of the Tiger King. So you said you finished it. How did you like it? We finished it. It was insane. Oh, my I God. I told like, you. You're like, this guy seems normal. No, that guy's really fucked up. Like, this lady <laughs> seems normal. She seems like the most normal one. She fed her husband to some tiger. Like, it's it's and the memes are fantastic. Oh yes. my god, the memes are so good. Um, it's definitely worth a watch during quarantine. Who knew that exotic pet breeding had so much of a seedy, dirty underworld to it? I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess we have an exotic pet, but yeah, I mean. It's, oh yes, we all got an extreme health alert at the same time. <laughs> Did you guys get that yeah. too? No, what is it? Right. It's important. Uh, so there's an extreme alert just came about. Um, public public health advisory: all individuals over the age of 65 and anyone with high risk conditions should remain in their residence and take measures to limit the risk of exposure to COVID-19. So, oh yeah, and everybody should practice social distancing and cease recreational gatherings of, of more than 10 people. That just came across. Okay. Um, it's, so it's funny. I was telling Chip before we went on the air. I'm doing this Instacart where I do grocery shopping for people since I'm on, out of work right now as a bartender. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this grocery shopping where I go to public, do the shopping, drop it off. It's actually pretty decent money. Um, but nobody wants to talk to me. I'm like this cute girl coming to the door. Here's your groceries. They're like, leave it on the doorway. This one guy like threw a $5 bill at me. He waited until I was like back to the elevator. And he opened his door. He's like, here's $5. I'm like, tossed it at me. And so it looks like the elderly of Sarasota, Florida are obeying the health warnings and staying home. But it's wild. Like, have you not open their doors. Have you had anybody open the door with like a mask on or a full hazmat suit yet? I have not. I had a woman come out and wave at me and show me her ID because I was getting uh, her wine. And she said, I'm sick. 
and she taped a $10 bill to a golf cart in her driveway, put in a plastic bag with a note saying the bag and the bill have been Lysoled. Oh, wow. I get home, I open it up, and I'm, I'm like, yes, this bill has been Lysoled. It smelled like Lysol on my face. Just so toss it out are- the door and leave. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's actually great because I don't have to talk to anybody. I'm like, here's your shit. I'm out. Thanks for the money. See you later. So you're going from being a bartender where you have to talk to everybody to not talking at all. I mean, you should like that, kind of. Um, it's actually kind of a welcome break, I guess. Like, cause some, you know, as a bartender, we enjoy talking to people, but you get a lot of strangers, a lot of weirdos. Um, so this is kind of nice. Like, I get to be in the store. A lot of people are in stores now, actually. The grocery stores are pretty empty. Um, so I just get to do my thing and give them their groceries. And I just kind of figured out on my way home from where I'm at, like, oh, this guy needs something. So nice. it's a good way out there for people like me and Chip who have lost their jobs. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that for both of you. We'll keep uh, ducking, and, ducking and moving. That's what you got to do. So going it's back to into, uh, sports caffeine, more sports there, you caffeine. there you go. So going back to Tiger King, uh, I love like Chris and you alluded to all the memes that have going. I think my favorite one is uh, in, during t- 2020 and the COVID scare. Uh, Tiger King guy is luring straight guys with meth and beer or something like that, and they're all what like, "What kind of show is this, dude? You, you haven't watched it yet." No. Oh my god, dude. Okay, it's on Netflix. You have to watch Tiger King. Just watch it. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. It's the most batshit it, crazy thing I've ever seen in my life. It's about these like multiple big cat rescues. There's yep. one in Tampa, um off okay. the highway there, the big cat rescue. There's one in Oklahoma, I think there's another guy in Atlanta. Yep. And it basically starts off showing their rescue parks and the background backstory between how each person started the rescue park. And then just but goes off the rails. And these people story they become like rivals. They're like they're like big cat rivals. And it just gets weirder and weirder yep. as time goes on. So the one, uh, in, Atlanta? yes, and the one in Oklahoma, the guy that they're really focusing on is uh, his name is Joe Exotic, and the one they're focusing on his in Oklahoma, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. That's it. Well, it's not his real name. It's his it's his uh you know pet name, the stage name, stage name. So the the <clears throat> the rescue he owns in Oklahoma is like fifty acres, and he has I think they said fifteen hundred different types of big cats on the property as well as crocodiles, apes, chimpanzees, all kinds of crazy shit. And after, I think after the first episode, it just, it's a, a car crash that you want to keep watching over and over because it's just bad shit crazy. You have to check it out, dude. Yeah. I saw a good meme. It was like, uh, when a monkey wearing jeans is the least surprising thing about the show. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 There's been some good ones. And so my mom today, I actually added you, Bush, my mom. I get a Facebook invite from my mom about free Joe Exotic because he is in jail at, at this time. Okay. And uh, it's a face, private Facebook group saying free Joe Exotic. I send it to Sean. I said, look, my mom to send me. He said, accept that invite and invite me right away because I need to be part of this. <laughs> so I actually added L. Bushman to the invite list as well. I can't wait go. till everything kind of goes back to normal because, you know, he will be the number one Halloween costume this year will be Joe Exotic. I bet you anything. Besides the coronavirus, Joe Exotic will be the number one in Halloween costume. Now, what kind, of, what kind of clo- – what does he wear? I mean, is this guy wearing a, a loincloth? Okay, uh, so let's just say this. The guy has got a mullet, a blonde mullet. Uh, he's got okay. piercings everywhere, even, in a, even a, an eye, um, eyebrow piercing. Uh, he also wears – 
a leopard sequined printed jacket, leather pants. I knew it was cheetah or leopard or something yeah. had to be up there. <laughs> tiger, with, uh, tiger animal. printed leopard or tiger printed like a uh, jacket. Uh, he's got like trucker hats on. He's he's an openly openly gay man in Oklahoma, but he's like he's shooting guns everywhere. I mean, the dude, the dude actually ran for president and then for government uh, governor of Oklahoma and had nineteen percent of the vote in Oklahoma. For the governor's wow. race, nineteen percent. And that is a openly gay polygamist meth head. Yes. yes. Wow. Sorry, yes, we got to add that in there. Thank you for summing <laughs> that up, Kristen. I appreciate that. He's operating on all on all twelve cylinders. Obviously, the guy is I mean, is completely off the rails. But he's not the most batshit crazy crazy of them all. There's another guy. Um, I think his name is Antle or something like that. That's his last name. He's a polygamist. Uh, in I think it's in Atlanta. That's the one, and then he's he has like nine wives that he trains and grooms to be his wives. It's so bizarre, dude. So bizarre. My favorite guy is what the time does this guy. come on? Two in the morning? No, 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 no. It's on it's Netflix. On you can stream it right now. Okay, gotcha. All yeah, right. you can stream it right now. You can watch the whole series. My favorite guy is the long hair guy. He's like a, a keeper at Joe Zoo, and he yes. got sunglasses, and he's pretty much the most normal guy. In yeah. The show. And his commentary is awesome. You know, they said. How many wives does uh, whatever have the guy in Atlanta have? And he's like, I don't, I don't know, I don't give a fuck. Like that's like his answer. Yeah, so, you've got to watch it, Chip. You have to have to watch it. I forget my birthday, so how can I remember nine wives' birthdays? I'd be in deep, deep shit. No, I would he say they all get one birthday. Birthdays. They would all get one birthday. Yeah, he probably just gives them. He's like, your birthday is now June fifteenth for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> 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 so At least I he's the captain of the ship. He's so like, I don't care when you're born. You're now born June fifteenth. <laughs> so I started rewatching uh, episodes of Eastbound and Down last night. Uh, the the one of the best sports series uh, ever ever created Great. by Danny McBride. So I started watching that, rewatching that last night, and I've always and I picked up little things I don't I can't I could remember from watching it before. Great show. I'm I'm on season one. I'm on episode three right now. That's what I'm watching. I, got I don't think I've ever watched that. Oh, you got to watch it, Kristen. You got to. It's it's He's down and down. basically He's down and down. Good. Yeah, Kenny Powers is is based on John Rocker. If you remember John Rocker, the, the relief pitcher from the Atlanta Braves, Atlanta Braves, who was pretty What's racist. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty racist <laughs> and pretty outspoken about everything. It's Danny McBride based Kenny Powers on uh, John Rocker. Okay. I've heard of Kenny Powers, so I know the character. I don't know the show. Which Kenny, is funny. Kenny fucking Powers. Kenny fucking Powers. Uh, I love that we're on a podcast now because I'm so used to terrestrial. Yeah, or, you know, exactly. yeah, we can drop. Well, we got to be careful though. You know, we get back on the air and we start doing that, then we're all busted. Well, don't worry. Well, I'm actually surprised I've never dropped an F bomb on the air because I have a trucker's mouth to say the least. Yeah. You do have a sailor's mouth. Um, That's true. So, uh, I, uh, speaking of uh, wait, speaking of F bombs, I have started watching Dave, which is Little Dickie's show on FXX. I am Dave. Yeah. <laughs> It is hilarious. A new episode just came out last night, so it's on Hulu today. And I definitely recommend watching it on Hulu because they can drop F bombs and, you know, things they can't do on FXX. But it has been actually very, very funny. So if you guys are looking for something new, Little Dicky Show Dave is great. So speaking of Dave, uh, if you saw the episode where his girlfriend or he was talking about the weird stuff he watches for porn, I when he talked yeah. about milking, yeah, I looked up milking. It's, I am Dave. Yeah. I am Dave. Yeah. Anyways, so, moving along. I have shifted my so entire the, resources to Ozark. To Ozark. Oh, wait. Tomorrow. Ozark. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. So I binge-watched over the past two days, season two, ten episodes. Yep. Out the door. Wow. So 
I am completely caught up to where I need to be. Season three is going to be awesome. Tomorrow. Marty Bird, they built their little casino boat. Yep. And they are going to be chugging down the river. There's going to be murder, sex, drugs, everything that makes a great Netflix show. Urge all of you to tune in for season three, episode nice. one, Ozark. That was I such a great show. With episode, season one, I haven't seen it, and I've heard it's, it's on my really? list of things. So yeah, oh, so maybe this weekend. Okay, so you Kristen, you have homework tonight. You have to watch Ozarks, and then Chip, you also have homework. You have to watch uh, Tiger King. Tiger King. Yes, I can do it. That's your homework tonight. You guys need to do that so we can discuss. Sure. Right, we'll discuss for our Monday morning show. <laughs> yes, I guess is that our next show? Okay. Yes, that's our next show. Yep. So you have all weekend to do that. <laughs> I can do that. So I know we talked about the sip and spit uh, segment. I actually did it yesterday. I made a cocktail. We actually had a guy on Twitter. His name's Justinville two eight eight two. Reach out to me. Uh, said he loved the show. Talked about the sip and spit segment. So people are tuning in. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. I people See? are tuning. He even mentioned when I talked about the Frozen movies, when I'm going out of my mind, I was like, okay, we've got listeners. Okay, that's that's fucking awesome. So so other I did. Than, other than Chip's mom. Yeah, other than there Chip's mom. Go. That's right. That's true. So I did a, I did a, I did a sip and spit. Uh, I, I made a drink uh, yesterday because uh, my daughter's been driving me nuts, just like today. I'm, I have two beers right in front of me. Uh, so I made a <clears> – I used um, – tequila and then i took a zephyr hill sparkling water which was pomegranate lemonade and i made those huh. two together and it was fantastic all i needed was a lime to complete it i say squeeze a lime yeah. oh they gotta have a squeeze a lime so i didn't have any lime so i was kind of like i looked at the drink and i was like man and i used crushed ice not uh regular cubes which made it even which better, is better which is better and like I, a, a bramble yes called tequila bramble mm. So I, I took a sip and I was like, man, this needs lime. I didn't have any limes in my house. The only thing I didn't have in my house was limes. So I was disappointed. But it was a good drink. That was my sip and spit. So I'm going to say sip. If you guys are listening out there on uh, our, our, our show, tequila with uh, any kind of sparkling water, any kind of seltzer water is fantastic with a twist of lime. Yeah, tequila and soda has actually been a very popular drink these days because people love tequila. They don't want the margarita mix, so you do the soda. They usually ask for two or three limes with it, and it's a – Skinny margarita right there. You gotta, there you come go, up, gotta come up with a name with that. What do we call it? The sanitizer? But I love it. Boom. <laughs> Copyright. Boom. Boom. I like Is it. The-, <laughs> the sanitizer. I lo- Dude, I love it. So I figure when we make drinks or we could have titles of drinks, we need to keep it around, you know, the current, the area, the quarantine we're in. Yes. So, you know, sanit- you know sanitize, sanitation. I tell you what. Sanitary. Chip, I'm, I'm going to make it. I'll make it to, uh, again tonight. I'll take a picture and put it on Twitter. Is it, This is our first sip and, uh, spit, uh, sip and spit uh, segment drink, the sanitizer. Is it sip and spit or sip or spit? Sip or spit. Yeah, this is our sip or sip first drink. It's called the sanitizer, and I'll put it on Twitter. <laughs> If you have too many drinks, you're not going to be able to say the title of the segment. This is called the spit and, spit and throwaway drink. I like it a lot. It's great. I got a good, I got a good title for my drink. I'll make one tonight. Okay. There I already you know go. what it is. Again, I have leftovers from last night, but I can't ruin the suspense. You'll have to listen Monday morning to find out. Okay. So our okay. Our, our, our one fan so far, Justin, uh, actually asked about you guys. <laughs> so I, I tagged your Twitter handles uh, to Justin so he knows who you are. And then I, I'm going to send you guys – uh, so our our new logo is f- getting finalized. It looks fucking awesome. Uh, it's by Rob Rob. If you guys don't know who Rob Rob is, uh, go on Twitter and, and check him out. Uh, it's it's <clears throat> being finalized right now. We'll be debuting debuting it probably this weekend or probably Monday morning. 
Uh, that way we can create the Facebook pages and Twitter handles and all that stuff too. So can't wait. It looks we saw phenomenal. The proofs though, right? Yeah, that's the proofs. So he's going to send me that one and then the, the three others we requested, the uh, those other colors. So he's going to send me those okay, two. Okay, good. So we're going to have those. So it's fantastic. I'm so, liking it. So once again, guys, this is Sports Cafe. You can listen to us live or listen to us on sports uh, on the uh, fanstreamsports.com and also Fanstream Sports, the app, Spotify, and iTunes. So we've got our shows out of the way. We did our uh, first sip or spit drink. Let's get into sports. It's been kind of quiet again. Uh, today was supposed to be opening day. Uh, all, across, all across the Twitterverse, uh, people were just you know watching replay. They were watching the replays of opening day games that uh, were streaming through. People were posting pictures uh, of themselves in their favorite jerseys, their hats, uh, just to kind of get in the mood of opening day. It was it was kind of a sad day. I know for me and you and Chip, um, Chip and I are yeah. big baseball fans. So today is kind of it's almost like Christmas didn't happen because oh my goodness, you know it's it's opening day. We should be at the parks enjoying, uh, you know, the first day of baseball, but it's not with the landscape that we're in right now. So, Chip, did you feel, even you, Kristen, did you guys feel kind of like, oh man, it's, I feel sad. I feel, I feel yeah, something's it, been taken it, away from me. American, American is apple pie. You know, you got hot dogs, popcorn, taking yep. out of the ball game, and um, I was actually babysitting all day, so I didn't think about it. But as I'm scrolling through Bleacher Report right now, I do see that. All right, here's your opening day report for me. The Cleveland Indians pound Detroit Tigers 15-4 to in virtual <laughs> reality season opener. <laughs> so, uh, the Indians got that first W. Way to go, boys. Even even in, even in virtual reality, your team sucks. <laughs> no, no, they won. Oh, they won. Okay, they won. Well, I'm sorry. They won. Yeah, they won. Yeah, they, won, they, won, yeah they beat Steve's team, our one true fan, Steve. Oh, they beat the Tigers. I'm sure if you bring that up to him, he'd be like, that's not even real. I don't even know what you're talking about. He calls me every morning, every morning to check in with me, to talk to me. He said, him and Jack are both safe, okay, if anyone cares. They don't have that's COVID-19. Good. Yes, but our one true fan, Steve. We have two fans, by the way, our new fan on Twitter and our old fan, Steve. Ever-growing. Ever yeah, we are ever-growing. <laughs> I like it so far. But, yeah, today's, yeah. you know, I, I actually were – I was going to take today off as PTO before – you know, knowing this whole coronavirus happened, I was, you know, I was going to take a half day, go to, to, to the trop and, and tailgate and, and get ready for the season starting. And it's just, it's kind of like I, I, I'm missing my, my child and I'm missing, you know, my family right now with, with no baseball on the landscape. And, you know, I want to ask you guys any, any good opening day moments that, that kind of bring up, um, you know, to the memory of you guys have any good opening day games that you guys watched or were at that, that kind of bring up any good memories. Cause I know I have one. I just want to ask you guys if you guys had one in there. Um, I think my biggest one was when the Indians opened up, which is now progressive field at the time was Jacobs field. And I think it was 1995. Um, I was right around when the Browns made their comeback and they did the new Brown stadium, I think in the Indian stadium, but I didn't go to the game. Uh, my brother actually got to go to the game, but I just remember the, the energy in the city of Cleveland for them to open that new stadium. They had like a record number of sellouts in a row. We had a really good team back then too, as well. So back in, back in the mid nineties with the Indians opening days were awesome. Okay. Check I up. think, uh, I think just the, the feel of opening day. I mean, the typically you're either skipping your job or you're getting out early and you're going to the ballpark, first day of the season, everybody's kind of the same. I don't have an individual memory, but just knowing opening day was coming and you were going to take off work, you're going with all your friends, you're getting your beers going, you're tailgating. I just loved that. You always love that moment. You know, it's usually a day game. When I was back in Atlanta, we've gone to opening day a couple of times, and it's just that moment where you're either getting out of school early or you're doing something outside of your normal day. 
uh, to go enjoy, you know, baseball. So no, in, no individual moment, but just the feeling of open day, what you get to do, people you get to see, everybody's at zero. So the chance is real that you have a good team and you're moving forward. Yeah, and my my fondest memory of opening days, I haven't missed one uh, yet. And <clears throat> being a Tampa Bay Rays fans, it's usually, you know, those are the games that they sell out are the opening day games. <laughs> so it's it's you know the yep. electricity's there. It's it, there's a it's a big crowd. And the one that sticks out to me the most was uh, back in 2012. Uh, it was the Rays hosting the Yankees for opening day, and it was the return of of Sir Carlos Pena. Uh, they brought him back after he you know he left and played for Chicago and a couple other teams, but. Um, you know, he hit a grand slam in the first inning off of CC Sabathia to take a four nothing lead, and the crowd just was electric. It was so it was so awesome to see that moment happen for him to come back and hit a grand slam off of CC for for all the pitchers to hit a grand slam CC on opening day, and then not only that, hits a walk off uh, single to win the game for the Rays over the Yankees on opening day. So that's the one that really sticks out to me the most. And man, that was a great game. It was back and forth all day. And then Carlos, Sir Carlos Pena hits that, uh, that single to, to win the game for the walk-off. And, and man, that the amount of beers I had for that game was, was fantastical too as well. So that was uh, one of those memories <laughs> I had. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got to go back a step. You know what? I, I lied completely. I apologize to everyone. Opening day last year, L. Bushman, I was with you. And that uh, was the first time that I had had an opportunity to get down on the Rays field. Yep. And that was when uh, Meadows let off with a home run against the Astros. Yep. And I stood up in the press box and screamed my face off. And you got in trouble. <laughs> everybody in the press box turned and looked over and you grabbed me and you're like, dude, don't scream in the press box. I should have warned you before uh, before you went in. There's like, you can't cheer that's a big no-no because when when myself and our uh, one of our former colleagues Eric w- were there, we were at one of our first games. We cheered and Dukes, who's Dukes, is the, he's the main guy up in the press box. He's like, "Hey, you guys, yes. you guys can't do that. You have to be biased in here." And we're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna get kicked out of here the first game." But yeah, I remember that. That was such a, it was such a funny, I wasn't funny even moment. There, and I remember that. I remember <laughs> that I saying, "Like, I have to teach Chip how to behave." And I remember you guys doing the pregame or postgame from the field, and Chip is just smiling ear to ear, like, "Hey, your face was going to explode." <laughs> and it was I mean, actually adorable. Yeah, you all know that. There's nothing I do when it comes to sound. If I'm excited, it's not like a yay. It's like a you know very loud outburst. So More everybody like in the press box, yeah, everybody in the press box literally turned around and I jumped up after Meadows was circling the bases, <laughs> and Evan was like, "Dude, sit down. What are you doing? Sit down." I was like, "Okay." Sorry, sorry so, yeah. about my friend. He's one of those special needs kids. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. So yeah, so like it was opening day today, and then it would have been Sweet 16 this weekend, I believe. It would have. Um, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, so this is one of the best times of the year. You know, you have NFL draft coming up, Masters, you know, all these things, Kentucky Derby, just every everywhere in the realm of sports. Um, but I did see Bleacher Report, Report is doing a ghost of any every NFL franchise playing together on Madden. So they're going to do a 32-team bracket, you know, okay. with the Patriots. Obviously, it would be Tom Brady and – I don't know, Randy Moss or whatever you think, Gronk or whatever. You know, the goat, two goats on every team playing against each other in Madden. The, the rosters have not been set yet, but I think that's going to be a fun thing to kind of watch. It's a simulated 32 NFL team yeah. bracket, the greatest. Dude, so, Twitch, they have a bracket. Twitch is making so much money. Uh, were they going to do a simulated one? Because that, that would have been cool. And Like a VR virtual reality? Did. Oh, man. I think they did, and we missed it. I, I do. have to go back and look, but I think they actually did do a simulated NASCAR race, which would have been that would have been awesome just to 
Like, and how, how is that going to work, Kristen? Do they give any details? They're just going to run it and um, televise say, it? They go to every NFL franchise playing against each other on Madden. Vic wow. throwing to Julio, the Legion of Boom reunited, Barry Sanders and Megatron lined up together. Oh, my it God. on Monday, bracket below. So, yeah, check this really? out. Be sure for it's GOAT Madden bracket. Yeah, I'm just looking at it I'm right in. now. It's a, I'm in as well. Right. So, so it starts Monday, right? That's Monday, yeah. So oh just get on the Bleacher Report app and check it out. And, That's yeah, fantastic. Really cool. Do you know how much money Twitch is making right now with people just streaming like games like that? They're making so oh, much God. money. Like eSports and like Madden and all these guys that, that do daily game like streams are making so much money because there's nothing to do. Oh, well, can I give a shameless plug real quick? If uh, yeah. any of you guys are interested in making a video game app, which everyone's sitting at home, why don't you make a video game app? That seems cool. Like We're all like, oh, I can make an app. Well, you got to subscribe to Billbox, Sean's ah, company. Okay. And uh, yeah, Seems you could say. I love it. Yeah, no coding. Like I'm about to learn. I'm about to like make all my money. Like I'm going to make the new Candy Crush or whatever. And why but, hasn't Why yeah, hasn't Sean's company been a sponsor of our show yet? Why hasn't he uh, signed on yet? I, I've been trying. I don't know. I need a sponsorship seat, please. Okay. So, so, we're we're going into the digital age where we need we're going into the digital age where we need sponsors like that. Okay. We need we need like app app, app sponsors. We need all that kind of stuff because that's where the money's. Well, at. I'm glad. I'm glad we actually have a fan stream app, correct? That we're kind of working on building, putting yes. all our, our things on it. So once we do have our app down, I'd like to you know do some tweaking. But yeah, you guys want to build a game? I thought it'd be a cool game, just a racing game. Put my head, your head, and Chip's head, and whoever wins the race. My video game head has to be huge. It has to be three bowling balls. Be- <laughs> I'm definitely going to rig the game to where I win every time. It doesn't matter what character pick. I want to win. I'm, and I'm going to be, like, way faster. Like, the game's cheating. You know, when you play Nintendo, and you're kidding, like, like, the computer's cheating. I'm definitely cheating in my game. I, I definitely have an idea for an app. Uh, it's to make movies like Frozen 1, 2, Moana, and Disney movies like that disappear from from uh, all existence. That's that's the app I want to create. So, wow, uh, yeah. that's harsh. I know. What are all the kids? What are the kids gonna do? Uh, go outside and play. Well, they can't right <laughs> Trust now. Trust me, if you delete all that, you are gonna hate your life as a father. Those times when you just want to put the kid from the TV and relax, like you sit here while I do my editing. Well, I try. I see. I, I tried to introduce her to a couple other new things, like new movies, and she just is obsessed with Frozen One and Two. Like I tried to introduce her to like uh, Hotel, you know, Transylvania, Secret Life of Pets, like even the classic Disney movies, and it's just nope, nope, nope. Like nope 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 nope. That's all she says. Nope 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 nope. And grabs the remote away from me. I'm like, what do you think you're doing? You're, you're not even two yet. All right, guys. Yeah, guys, get a job, pay the bills. Guys, you got to <laughs> check this out. Kristen got me excited, so I went on Bleacher Report. You can bet they are they're simulating a game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you can bet on. I'm streaming live right now. I'm looking at it on my phone. Okay, I'm on the website. Where is that at? I mean, it was on the Bleacher Report in the app, and you find oh, the Steelers-Ravens game. And I think you can – and I mean, I am, this is unbelievable how we're watching sports now. This is how we all know we're addicted to sports. We're <laughs> tuning in to simulated games, and people are betting on simulated games. Okay, I see the bracket yeah. right now. Okay, 32 teams. Yeah, are, we, are we addicted to sports or are we addicted <clears throat> to gambling? I mean, I think it's gambling. Wow, there, there it is. There Look at that. Football. That is well, like I was awesome. Trying- that's wow. unbelievable, dude. All I was in- driving, driving home today, and um, the local radio stations are playing the Tampa Bay Rays, I'm assuming home opener right now, be- or whatever it's supposed to be, because 
there is definitely a Rays game on the radio right now, and I know they're not playing. So yeah, they resorted to just playing. They've been playing Rays games all day. They even played game one sixty two uh, today, and people were just you know going bonkers on Twitter and and social media about I that think, game. Yeah, are you gonna listen to a radio broadcast of a game that's already been played? I can understand watching it because of the memories <laughs> and the moments, but a radio baseball broadcast. Unless it's a special game, unless you're replaying yeah. like perfect hitter or our perfect hitter, perfect game, <laughs> no hitter. You guys knew what I was trying to say. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so it looks like Juju like Juju Smith Schuster has put up free Madden codes for PS4 and also Xbox. Go Juju! Go it's your birthday. I know he was asking for people to play against him. I think it was him because he was in that commercial where, yeah. you know, you can do the dynasties. And so I think he was asking for people to play against him. Um, yeah, I love this because the athletes are bored now, too. Um, you know, I have a friend of mine, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, plays on the Dallas Mavericks, and I'm getting Snapchats from him. I feel like he's like you, Evan. It's his two-year-old son just hitting himself in the – or hitting Dodo in the head back and forth, and he's just going, <laughs> I got to get out of this house. I got to get out of this house. So I'm like, these poor players – I mean, not poor players. They're actually spending time with their families during the season, but they don't know anything. It's always gym, practice, game, yep. meeting, you know. And all of a sudden, they're just in their homes. They can't even go to their facilities. It's, it's really, really wild. Chip, I finally got on the live stream. This is fantastic. Yeah. So I'm watching it on my yeah. computer. It is phenomenal. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go to bed tonight. This is fantastic. Oh, my goodness. I know you guys saw the uh, link. I think it was The Onion or whatever it was. Tom Brady wakes up to realize he's not a champ or wakes up from dream to realize kombucha. he's not a champ. Uh, it's kombucha, kombucha hangover. Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty yeah. funny. And uh, Bruce Arians did confirm today that they are not going to sign Antonio Brown whatsoever. They are not going to be doing that, which is I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Can he even get signed? I know he's still under investigation for the sexual assault. So I don't know if the – I mean, the NFL is not reinstating Josh Gordon and weed's legal. So I can't imagine they're reinstating Antonio Brown and sexual assault is still very, very bad. I just just doubt him – Massive yeah. problem. Yeah, I just doubt him ever ever wearing an NFL jersey for whatever. Even yep. if it's grounds crew, I just don't see him ever being involved with any kind of team with <laughs> with what he's doing with his life. And if you heard the crack open uh, for everybody listening, that was beer number two. So I was drinking a Three Daughters uh, Beach Blonde Ale. I'm now on a Bud Light, and then I'll probably. What are you be... drinking, Chip? Uh, actually, nothing right now. I have a, a little bit of water, and I like I said. I don't know, man. Today, last night, I did not get – I got bad sleep. Didn't sleep very well. Woke up really early today and just kind of relaxed. So, yeah, I'm taking it uh, taking it easy. We're going to get done. I'm going to be a good boy, get my uh, good night's sleep, get my good eight hours, and uh, feel better hopefully tomorrow. You know what? I feel like now you say the word relax, it's reminding me of the Aaron Rodgers thing. And I feel like we should have a like PSA from the CDC with Aaron Rodgers telling you just all to relax. Relax your fears. Relax in your homes. Everyone just R E L A X. Relax. Like I just feel like that's what we need. The world needs right now. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is pretty bored. Oh man! Like him and Danica have nothing to do. You know, I'm sure they have stuff to do. She she probably has a go kart track like at her house or at his house where they can go race each other. That's pretty cool. You know, I just kept trying to take the the kid I was babysitting today. She's got a little Power Wheels Tesla. I don't know if I told you guys about this. It goes so fast. Oh, my God. She scratched it the other day. She drifts. Like, she slams on the brake. She drifts. She's four. And there's a race car track. And I, all day long, I'm like, you want to go to the race car track? You want to go to the race car track? And she's like, nah, I just want to watch Frozen 2. So I feel you. I feel you, all Bushman. 
I know. So a couple of good things yeah. in the NFL today. So uh, Drew Brees gave $5 million to the state of Louisiana. Awesome for the coronavirus relief Drew. efforts. Peyton Manning actually crashed a, an online class that was you know given by the University of Tennessee uh, to give a students okay. a pep talk. Awesome. Um, the NFL F- Foundation donated $3.4 million to help the coronavirus. So the NFL is really stepping up when it comes to donating money. I think that's fantastic. I want to give you guys uh, an over-under or a prediction. How much money do you think was spent in this year's free agency this year? 2020. So far? So far. Or the, yeah, so far. Okay, what's the over? Uh, well, actually, I want you guys just to guess, and I'll, I'll say over or under. See, oh, God. See, that sucks. That's a, I mean, holy crap. I thought you were going to give a number. That would help. Okay, I'll give a number. It's, uh, doesn't start at 1 million. That's ridiculous. So over or under 1 million? I'll go over 1 million. Okay, it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, <laughs> let's just say it's, I'll start at 500 million. I will go to a billion. I'm going. 2.2 billion dollars. Really? Yeah, 2.2. Cheese and rice. Cheese. No, you can say Jesus Christ on here. We're an internet show now. Come on. We're podcasting. Yeah, I am Catholic. Well, speaking of that, I mean, two XFL players just said a Tampa Bay Vipers player, long snapper, Nick Moore, was signed to the Ravens. Out of all the guys they signed, it's a long snapper? They signed a snapper. The Tampa long Bay snappers long snapper are because... critical parts, dude, of the game. Well, it just, goes, it just goes to show you how crappy the Tampa Bay Vipers were this year. For the abbreviated Why? System. Oh, because they kicked that many uh, field goals? Well, they were I just terrible altogether because they have a terrible coach. Um, and then the Houston, the Houston Roughnecks, who had, I believe, P.J. Walker was signed, they had the new man on the Minnesota Vikings, to quote Lizzo, uh, some, uh, what's his name, something Gates, D. Gates, is a new guy on the Minnesota Vikings for the XFL. Kristen, let, Kristen let me ask you. Excuse me while I burp out my butt line. Um what could be the possibility that PJ Walker really puts on a show on OTAs and really competes for the starting job over Teddy Bridgewater? Do you think that could be a likelihood? I think, I, I think it's a real possibility. So I was at the game when they played the Vipers, which was unfortunately the Vipers' last home game. And I'm actually really excited because I got to ask him a question in the um, post-game presser. He's a really nice guy. You can just tell his demeanor, you know, when you see him, he was just really like knowledgeable and put together and answer questions while he's a true professional. And I think, you know, Teddy Bridgewater has been a backup pretty much his whole career other when he had his starting gig. I think that they're very, very competitive. And PJ Walker, you know, is probably a little bit more healthy, a little bit younger. So I think he's a lot more a lot more mobile too. The guy can run. And that's And what does he have to lose? Like when you have nothing to lose, we've seen these kids come up from nowhere with nothing Tom Brady, for example. Nothing to lose. Six round pick out of the worst school ever, and you know he turns out to be the goat. So when you have nothing to lose, I, what is that? What is the? I tell you what. Quote: When uh, you got nothing, you got nothing to lose. No risk it. <laughs> hey, like Bruce Arian says, no risk it, no biscuit. So that's a good thing. So I tell you this: I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say prediction right now that PJ Walker becomes the starting quarterback of the Carolina well, Panthers. Guys, let's not forget this guy's already played for the coach Matt Roll when he was at Temple. That's true. So he's gonna have. A leg Some up. sort of sense of the offense already. Um, you know, I still think this is a situation to where, you know, experience obviously in the NFL, they signed Bridgewater for a reason. But kind of what you said, this is a no risk, you know, this is a no risks uh, backup. You know, you can sign this guy 
you got to pick for um, uh, Kyle, who got traded, Kyle Allen. And, uh, you know, hey, put this guy in, and then let's see what happens. It was so a fa- I, think I think it's a fantastic sign because it's, uh, you know, just like yeah. you said, Chip, it's a low risk, a possible low high, risk, high, high reward, reward, high reward if he, yeah. if he pans out. And they could do it as a two-quarterback system where, hey, I've got my running quarterback and P.J. Walker where he's really mobile. Maybe we can do a, a – you know, um, a wildcat style offense, and then have Teddy Bridgewater there too. So it could be a huge reward if it if it pans out. But I don't want it to pan out because the Carolina Panthers are in the NFC uh, NFC South, just like my Bucks and then also your Falcons. So hopefully, it's a it's a disaster waiting to happen. It's going to be an awesome NFC South season. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, also, I'm free to see I, the Colts have signed um, Xavier Rhodes today. They are have a, a very scary defense right now, but I also feel like they might have the hardest defense to say their names. <laughs> if I, I'm looking at their defense <laughs> right now. All right, I got Danico Autry, DeForest Buckner, Kimiko Ture, Darius good. Leonard, Anthony Walker, Bobby Okereke. Sounds like all Hawaii. Okereke, yeah. <laughs> Rock Yassi, <laughs> Willis, Malik Cooker, like the number of K's in their defense, like there's a lot of K's in this defense. Uh, K is not a popular letter. Yeah, a lot of people like yeah, Rock and Kamioko Kem- Kem- and um, <laughs> Buckner. I mean, there's literally like 14 K's in their defense altogether. But in, in, in reality, the Colts sound like they're shoring up a really good defense, so Philip Rivers won't be playing from behind very much. Chris and I, I give you an A plus for the uh, pronunci- pronunciation. Thank you. Pronouncing, Thank pronouncing you. of them. Yeah, I give you an A plus. That was pretty good. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. thank you. I try, You're you know, well. as, as opposed to other people we know. <laughs> hey, 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 come on now. Come on. Yeah, but kidding, yeah, I give, I give, I give it an A plus, but it was pretty good. Okay, cool. So yeah, a little live, yeah. little live update from the Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers game. It is now still seven, <laughs> seven, three in the second quarter, about to go into halftime with 17 seconds who is, left. Who is a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers in this game? Um, I, well, I don't I think- know. Rothelberg. Rothelberg. Is it, is it, Our drunk Santa. Is it, uh, yeah, drunk Santa. Is it uh, Duck Hodges? Oh or is it like God. one of those old ones where it's like Terry Bradshaw? I would say put Terry it's... Bradshaw, and that would be fantastic. Or even Cor yeah. uh, Cor- Cordell. Uh, ah, what was his name? He was a, he was a really Cordell a two Stewart? Cordell Stewart, not Cordell. Was it Cordell Stewart? Yeah, yeah, Cordell. Yeah, Cordell. Oh wait, yeah. P- uh, Big Ben is the quarterback for Steelers because I just saw him on the sidelines. Yes, and he's clean shaven. So guys. I don't know where- I How got that beard and that helmet. Ugh. Yes, yes, Chip. Yes, if please. You're ask the Colts. Yes. If you're the Colts right now and you have Jacoby Brissett, you signed Phillip Rivers, you know the league right now is looking for quarterbacks. Are you putting him out there right now and shopping him around to see what you can get for him? Yes, I definitely am. Because I'm going to go in the draft and I'm going to draft my, my future heir apparent to Phillip Rivers. So, yes, I'm shopping Jacoby Brissett around. I'm definitely doing that. Kristen, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'm not like new job, so I'm not sure. The Patriots would be a good program. He's number four. Whatever you just did, you changed your signal. You're in and out. Yeah, you're in and out. Are you surfing right now? What are you doing? My breaking up. There you go. There you go. Okay, good. Well, we see visually. Yeah. It's there okay. we go. But yeah, I would say, Chip, if I if I was the GM, if I was them, if I was uh, Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts, I'm shopping Jacoby to see what I can see what value I can get out of him. And I know it's not going to be a lot. 
Um, but when it comes draft day, which the NFL is planning to do a draft on the draft day that they they set for Las Vegas, even though it's going to be held in the studio, I'm I'm making some calls. I'm calling up Jacksonville. I'm calling up you know Miami. I'm calling up. Uh, <laughs> calling up Oakland. I'm calling up teams that could use yeah. a guy like Jacoby. Uh, but yeah, I'm making those calls. I'm going to see what I'm going to get out of him because you could get a, you know, you could get a draft pick, maybe a, uh, a later round draft pick for Jacoby. Or you could trade for position players. So yeah, I'm making those calls. You know, I don't think we're talking about enough in this quarterback carousel. So we talked about it a little bit, but the Broncos are set on Drew Locke is what they're saying. They also are shot either did not resign Joe Flacco or they're getting rid of Joe Flacco. Yep. Joe Flacco is not in the picture there anymore. I mean, who's their backup? What if Drew Locke sucks? Like, wouldn't you like to have a Jacoby Rasad, a Cam Newton, uh, somebody like that, maybe? Uh, I agree. Kind of a I, I agree as well. I like that. Yeah, if I'm Denver, I'm saying, you know what, if I can get Jacoby Brissett on the cheap, I'll trade for him. Yeah, because you need, you need a guy like that. Because we only really saw Drew Locke for, what, four or five games? And the four or five games he yeah. did well, There's, I think there's a couple games where he just really struggled. But I think with the weapons that he has now, because they just they brought over Melvin Gordon, right? Yes. Yeah. So with him now, I would say bring in Jacoby Ooh. just that just to have that quarterback competition with Drew Locke, just to make him, hey, you know what? We're bringing this guy in. He's a he's been a starter. He sat behind Tom Brady. Uh, he's been in the starting position. We're gonna have him here just to, to to you know make you have a competition point there. So yeah, that's that's not a bad fit. I like that, Kristen. I like having him over there. That's not a that's not a bad uh, idea. Well, I'm shocked they haven't really gone out to try to get somebody behind him. I guess they have Brandon Allen, and we could do the over-under of how many Allens we're going to see at quarterback this year. What do we have? Brandon, Josh, and Kyle last year. Yep. Um, yeah, they, I feel like the Broncos could be an interesting position here. And I, I Jacoby Brissett and Tyrod Taylor, I kind of put in the same category. Like, they both had opportunities to start. Um, they also were, they were good game managers. They weren't terrible, not a ton of turnovers. And, like, when Tyrod got – bench for Nathan Peterman are you kidding me you know and Jacoby I just feel like these guys are never getting a fair shake anywhere and so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens I wish all of them best of luck because I think they're both really good quarterbacks well let's not forget we still have Jeff Driscoll the famous (laughs) the ex-ex skater from Louisiana Tech is that where he went I believe I think maybe or Florida was that Jeff Driscoll who went to uh, he he went to Florida he got replaced by Trey Harris I believe in Florida and then went to Louisiana Tech so, yeah, but he's still waiting in the wings there as well. So we'll have to see. And I think they also – oh, now they might have signed um, – undrafted in 2019. They signed Mark Rippon's son, Brett Rippon. Good for them. Good for them. So, <laughs> bad for Mark Rippon. I mean, hey, just, hey, just letting you know. All right. So, I like thank, that. You, thank you for fact-checking that. No, I'm glad to know because I had no idea who was even there. We, have, we knew there were some quarterbacks, but, yeah, like Kristen, I had no, I had no idea those two guys were on the roster right now. Jeff Driscoll, yeah, he was the uh, the uh, Bengals. So you had Andy Dalton and Jeff Driscoll in Cincinnati. Then Jeff Correct. Driscoll's over there. So Bengals are literally all eggs in one basket with this Joe Burrow thing. That is insane. Uh, I just – I who okay, let me ask you guys. So I know there's some, some rumors floating around. Who would be the best fit to – had the New England Patriots come in and, and grab on free agency. We've got Andy Dalton, which you could trade for. Cam Newton's available. Jameis Winston is available. Even old man Joe Flacco is avail- available. Who out of those guys would be the best fit for the Patriots? Because they're going to need somebody. I mean, they brought in Brian Hoyer, for God's sakes, to be a backup. If you're going to really oh, roll, yeah. if you're oh, really going to yeah. roll with the young guy, I don't even know his name. If you're, if you're, 
if you're, you know, Bill uh, Belichick, are you gonna you gonna try and go get one of those guys that's 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 available right now? Um, I got. I don't even. I don't know if you wait until OTAs. I think Jameis because just because I feel like you put Jameis in that discipline of a system where it's paid, the New England and what is their motto? Do your job, and your job is to not throw interceptions. And you, Bill Belichick, is disciplining Jameis, and maybe the LASIK helps. Jameis might be able to thrive <laughs> in New England. I don't know. I'm agreeing like, you. I, guys, I I agree with you, Kristen. It's it's almost like a they could do a flip flop. Like, hey, we'll give you Tom old ass Tom Brady. And we'll take Jameis, and and Belichick will be like, "Look, I got Jameis. He's twenty six years old. I can make, I can do wonders with this guy." So think about it. If Jameis decides, Jameis signs with the Patriots, and this balls out, everybody in the Tampa Bay organization is going to look like a bunch of dummies. Well, let's see. He's had how many coaches in his entire career here? He's been here for five or six years. Six coaches. Yeah, like that's insane to me. And if he's in a stable system with the Joshua Daniels, the Bill Belichick, you know very stable system that he doesn't have any really he has Edelman to throw to but um maybe you, you do a little uh deal get OJ Howard over here too or something like that and oh, I, know, I think yeah that could be crazy what if like Patriots like get Jameis and are just as good and go back to the Super Bowl and, and then, like, <laughs> don't even make the playoffs I'd be so mad I would send everybody <laughs> running for the hills everybody would be jumping off the bridge here Hey, 2020 has been a crazy year, and it's March. I mean, I would not be surprised if Jameis Winston goes to the Super Bowl with the New England Patriots next year. Oh, Al God. Bushman, I can't choose any of those guys. I think the best fit is Brissett. Brissett, if okay. I'm, yeah, if I'm the Patriots, I don't know. I don't know why I haven't called the Colts already. Been like, hey, you got Rivers, you know, looking Brissett. What's his story? I would have already made that phone call. I, I kind of like that, have, bringing him back in there and, and say, hey, you know what, we've got you, they've got Brian Hoyer, and then they've got, okay. So, Kristen, going back to the amount of, the amount of coaches that Jameis Winston had. So, he had Lovey Smith his rookie year. He had Dirk Cutter for two years, and then Bruce Arians for one. But the amount of like offensive coordinators he had, Really God, good. that's it was Lovey Smith. So before that, what was Shiano and then Raheem Morris? Shiano and, and Raheem were before that, but that was because Jameis oh. came in the league in 2015. So 2015 was his rookie year, and that was with Lovey. So that was his first okay, year. So what, God, we had Josh Freeman, and then who else? We had like Josh Freeman. Uh, see, before wow. that, Josh Freeman, who uh, I have a story to tell about Josh Freeman. Uh, and then uh, Jeff, remember Jeff Garcia was there. He was there for a little right. bit during, yeah, during. Bruce Gradkowski was the quarterback at one point, so they haven't really had, like, do, during the Gruden area, they had Brian Johnson, Jeff Garcia, uh, Brad uh, Bruce Gradkowski. They had and Chris Sims was even the quarterback at one point. Uh, Brian Greasy oh, died. On yeah, the and right. remember Brian? Yeah, old, remember old ass Brian Greasy was was the starting quarterback. Oh. Yeah, they they went through so many quarterbacks. Tampa Bay, and I'm glad we're talking about the Bucks right now because we're you know we're a Tampa Bay show. We're talking about the Bucks. They haven't really had that franchise quarterback at all. They haven't had that guy ever. I don't think you know they had the Vinny Testaverde days, which you know that you know how that panned out. I mean, they had Testaverde, and they had they had um Steve Young for like a minute. And then he went to be a legend, so they haven't had that franchise quarterback. I mean, Brad, Brad Johnson was a serviceable guy. He was almost like that. Um, who was who was the quarterback that won with the Baltimore Ravens in the defense? Uh, Trent Dilfer. Even Trent Dilfer, Trent, Trent Dilfer was a Buccaneer. Trent Dilfer was a Buccaneer. Did Joe Flacco though win too? 
yeah. So so. But I'm talking. Brad Johnson was the equivalent of yeah. Trent. A Trent Dilfer when Trent the Dilfer. Bucks won the Super yeah. Bowl because they had such a great defense, and then you had. You know, Chris Sims, like game manager, game manager, exactly. And then you had Bruce. You know, you know, he had all these guys like Chris, Chris. You know, Bruce Katkowski. You had Sims. You had Greasy, and then you had Josh, you had Josh Freeman. You had all these guys that haven't panned out. It's like the the one Achilles heel that the Bucks have not ever achieved is having a franchise quarterback. Now, okay, you're gonna have Tom Brady for two years. This is the opportunity in the draft to go. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot about Josh Johnson too. Josh Johnson was a starter. For them too as well. ECU Pirates is where he went. Yes. So you have all these guys that, oh my God, even even they, they oh God, they even signed Byron Leftwich as a quarterback at one point. So they they haven't had that guy. You got Tom Brady for two years. So this is an opportunity to go in the draft. They you could say, hey, we're going to get an offensive offensive lineman. We're going to draft a quarterback, and then we'll get a running back in the in the third round. Like I would say, if you're going to draft a quarterback, go in the second round. You got your offensive offensive lineman in the first round, second round. Go get one of the guys that's left, or maybe not even wait this year. Maybe go next year in the draft, where you can find another guy that's going to be producing out. But if this is an opportunity where the Bucks have enough time, two years, probably max with with Tom Brady, where you can go in the draft and say, hey, we got to get a guy that's going to be mentored by Tom Brady for the next couple of years. So I don't know. Dude, their first pick will be offensive line, or it better be. No, it has to be. Like, it has to be. If I was Tom Brady, I'd be like, look, if you don't get me one of these tackles, I'm going to kill all of you. That's probably what I'd yeah. And he will do that, too. He'll have just sell in there with, like, two knives and kale salads, just throwing people and just slicing and dicing yeah. all day. <laughs> I will vegetable you to death. I you will. Know, I will chop I, his veggie chopper out. Listen, listen, you, you mother efforts. I will slice your throat, and I will stuff lettuce in there, and I will stick carrots up your b-holes if you don't sign an offensive tackle to protect my that's husband. That's not how Tom Brady sounds. I mean, that's not Tom Brady. That's just sell. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I just, so this year for the draft, like, yeah, you have Tua, you have Burrow, you have Love, you have uh, Herbert coming out. Give me um, Jalen Hurts. And it's Jalen Hurts, but it's not the draft where you had Darnell Allen – Baker, you know, that draft. Yeah. And I think next year you're going to have that more. Justin Fields can come out from Ohio State. You have Trevor Lawrence coming out and I, God knows who I'm missing, but there's going to be five or six more quarterbacks probably coming out that are just as good. So even if the Bucks get a guy next year to sit one year behind Tom Brady, that's going to be yeah. better. Don't reach. If this is an offensive line draft, you get your offensive lineman. You yep. get these guys that we don't talk about. And they did just re-sign Sue for like, what, $8 million? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Sue's yeah. coming back for one, uh, one year $8 million because he's like, look, I got Tom Brady on my team now. Like, I don't want to go anywhere else. Everybody's, yeah. Everybody, people are calling. Like, I really want to go to Tampa. Like, yeah, it's a great town, great city, beautiful weather, no state taxes. Tom Brady's just, like, added extra, you know? There were yeah. some rumors that the Bucks might even throw some money at Devonta Freeman, but I'm really cautious about him because of his injury track. So, I, if I was the Bucks, you're going to row with Ro- Rojo. You let Peyton Barber go with Washington. He signed with them a couple days ago. You go in the draft, you get, you know, get a guy like uh, the kid from LSU or get the guy, you know, get Cam Akers from FSU. Like, get one of those guys in the draft that the Bucks haven't really had a good track history with running backs altogether. Like, seems like quarterbacks the and running ba- backs. The best one they found was Ernest Graham bagging groceries at the freaking Publix on the street. That, that's yeah, like that's the true, too. It seems like they they have running backs that have a flash in the pan, like, season, like, uh, you know, Cadillac Williams uh, and even uh, – Oh man, I forget his name. He was over. He got signed with the Raiders as a backup. Um, I would say Michael Stock and Warwick Dunn were the last time we had like solid guys yeah, in the back. And that's true. And the, the thing ball. is, like, you're not going to find a guy like Mike Allstott ever again. 
they they don't make they don't make uh, tailbacks like that anymore. Like, well, and also that that position would not thrive in today's NFL. Right. Uh, Mike Allstott would be he would be a Taysom Hill kind of position where he's playing all over the place, blocking tight ends, maybe throwing the ball a little bit. That's why we see an Allstott miss the NFL. Mike Allstott was just he had one he had run he had one thing to do is just run the football. Okay, Mike, we're gonna give you give you the ball. Okay, I take run ball and go. He was almost like the equivalent of of, of, of Gronkowski. Like, hey. Gronk, we're going to give you the ball. Just score. Okay, I get bought. I run through people. That's all I need to do. Okay, bye. And that, that's it. That's that's. Uh... That was the draft year. Cadillac Williams the same as uh, Ronnie Brown. That yeah. was the other back. Okay. Who, got, who came from Auburn. Yeah, they had a killer, killer backfield there. Yeah, and Cadillac Williams had that one good season, and then he got hurt, and that was that. And that's and that's yeah. that's what sucks about with the Bucks track history with, with you know, you know, signing or getting uh, running backs in the draft is they they have just multiple issues with you know one good season and then it's just a flash in the pan and then they're out and they're drafting somebody else. So I just hit my elbow. Are you oh. okay? I'm okay. Maybe it's the Bud Light that's getting to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So speaking of the Bucks, I did, I am a little upset. So we are working with JP Peterson on this. Um, Fan stream sports that we're doing. Yep. He is our. Uh, thank you to JP dad, for I once again for working. Yeah, thank with you, JP. <laughs> so we had a conference call with him the other day, and he was asking how young we were when the Bucks won that last Super Bowl, which we were all we're actually all close to forty. Yeah. Some over, some over, some younger. I won't say <laughs> some right on. Some, yeah. yeah. Right. <clears throat> um. Oh, nobody's over forty in the show. Thank but, you. But uh, I was a little upset because I didn't get to throw in our conference call. You mean that that Super Bowl the Bucks won with Joe Jurevicious? Ah. You guys really remember? Come on, let's. If we want to talk about old Bucks players, let's throw my boy JoJo Delicious. Let <laughs> me some Joe Jurevicious. Joe Jurevicious reference out of wait. Nowhere. Did you, Kristen? Did you just it. say Joe Jera Delicious? Joe, Is that what you just said? Joe, Jojo Delicious. Oh my goodness. Jojo Delicious. I didn't even come up with that. So for years, my Halloween costume was Jojo Delicious. I have a Bucks jersey. I have a Browns jersey. <laughs> he went to my high school, not at the same time, obviously. He's from where I'm from. It's always, he's a big, good guy. You know, I know his sister. So I've just always been a huge Jojo Delicious fan. And nobody really knew who he was. Like, especially now that I'm old, I wear the jersey. Kids are like, who the, how do you even say that? Who is this guy? <laughs> and, uh, but I was here for like Halloween every year. I was like, I'll throw my Jojo Delicious jersey on, put some eye black on and some tennis shoes. And I'm Jojo Delicious. And so I got at Ohio State when I was in college, I got the nickname Jojo Delicious. Somehow. <laughs> so, it's crazy to think once he, once he came to Tampa Bay, Everybody knew, started to know who he was because he started, he balled out in Tampa. It was nuts. Yeah. I can't even spell his last name right to this day. And I think I'm Facebook friends with his sister. And I still like have to Google, how the hell do you spell this? Like, Just say it's spelled yeah, J yeah. and then Vicious. That's it. J and then yeah. er, Vicious. That's all you need to know about Jer- Joe Jerry Vicious. Yeah, I remember that. That was such a great Bucks team. I think, uh, I think the Bucks were playing that uh, the Super Bowl. Was it yesterday? That Bucks uh, Super Bowl win? Was it yesterday or today? They were replaying that game on the NFL Network, I think it was. Not sure. <clears throat> I didn't see it. And that was against Jeff Garcia, right? Jeff Garcia then came to the Bucks after the fact. That no, true? that's that was uh, the the Bucks played the Raiders <laughs> team that had not Jeff Garcia. It was um, it, oh my god, I'm such Rich a Gannon. Rich Gannon. That's Rich right. Gannon, that's right. Oh, Jeff Garcia was 49ers. I think. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Chip, I'm over here, just fighting it, fighting it. Once again, guys, it is Sports Caffeine. You can listen to us on FanStreamSports.com, FanStreamSports, the app. 
You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you can find us. Our main Twitter handle page for the show has not been created yet because we're waiting on our logo to get finalized, which is just going to be happening pretty soon. But I am on Twitter as at LBushman07. Uh, Kristen, I don't know yours by heart. And then Chip, I don't know your yours by heart. So just see what I'm you guys K- Blaze 81 Like I'm lightning fast. But you know what? Like, how about if you're listening to the show right now, you guys are very, very special because you are like our exclusive you can be like, I knew about the show before it was cool. That's kind true. Of people, you know, but people are like, I knew about that band before they were cool. The people listening right now, you are those people that you can tell all your friends, like, oh yeah, I knew about, I knew about sports cafe before they were cool. So tell all your friends. <laughs> yes, thumbs up to all the important people starting the motion, the movement, the movement is what we call it, sports cafe. So I wanted to, I wanted to before we get out of here because we're actually almost to an hour. It feels like uh, we haven't done an hour yet. It's crazy. So the Baltimore Pittsburgh Steelers score is thirteen to seven in the fourth quarter, five minutes left to go. But I want to go going back to the opening day thing. Um, they were replaying the World Series game with the Astros on YouTube, so YouTube was streaming it, and the and the comments were oh all boy. all they were saying was bang, bang, all there was bang, 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 bang. That's all it was. That's all the comments <laughs> were bang, 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 bang. It was it was fantastic where everybody was just making fun of the Astros on that live stream of, of the World Series game was just bang. That's all everybody was saying. I love right, it. They think coronavirus right. made us forget about them. Like, Hail oh, we're, to the we're no. being precautioned such as this thing, but we will not forget about you. It will come back. The first Astro that gets in the bottom, in the batter's box, it'll probably be Altuve, will get smoked. He's probably going to get smoked. What about, like, opening day, whenever that is? They just put in, like, their entire minor league team. Like, we're calling up the entire minor league team right <laughs> now. Might, and just go with that. They might have just to. Wreck our minor leaguers. Just wreck them. Chip, you're you're more in the, no, the betting betting guys. sector than I am. Is Has has the um, – has has anything changed with the amount of batters getting hit this year? Because wasn't it at 86 was at the amount of Astros getting hit? Has that been adjusted yet because, you know, the season hasn't started yet? I haven't looked at it, but when we start to get to, and I don't know what you call it when we start baseball and pre post spring training, I don't know what you call it, but when we get into that cycle, we'll have to see because a lot of the betting numbers, things kind of on pause, but I mean, it's got to go up. I mean, that's, I, personally, I think it'll go up. So first they were talking about canceling the season altogether and then, or just having like, you know, the abbreviated you know season that they're going to have right now, which which is fine. I mean, it's cool. And I was thinking about this when they were talking about the abbreviated, you know, season was how's this going to look for for Stu Sternberg when it comes to, you know, doing this whole sister city plan with with Montreal. I'm like, "Well, dude, so you're just, you know, you're knocking out like almost half the season for this stupid plan that you're going to have where you're you want to say, "Hey, nobody's coming to to St. Petersburg anymore to watch games. I mean, this is really, it's kind of maybe have to put a wrench in his little plan to move the team to Montreal for half the season because of this whole coronavirus. So, um, you know, JP talks about a lot about it on his, on his show that, you know, this is the, you know, one of the stupidest moves ever made by an owner. And I, I agree with it. I agree with him. So, so hundred percent on that. And you guys do as well. And I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think the Rays will be full time here. It's got to happen. Um, I hope this really puts a, a wrench in his little plan to, to send the Rays to Montreal for half the season uh, when it comes down to it. But, hey, that's just my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. So whatever. Well, I feel like in his head he's like, okay, Montreal is a city of this many people, whatever it is, 2 million, and Tampa has 2 million. So now I have 4 million people instead of 2 million. Well, no, now you just lost you know, half of your Tampa fans, and Montreal is going to be like, what the hell? Canadians are not stupid just because they're in Canada. Like, 
you know, you're giving us. <laughs> and let's say like, let's say something like this coronavirus would have happened. That brand new mic you got. I'm like, can you, like, let's say this happened and they're they're playing in Montreal this part of the season and now they can't come back to America because, right. you know, like borders are closed. Like these are real things that happen. Um, yeah. It's just, I, I'm so like, maybe coronavirus came to show Stoops. Stu Sternberg, that you can't. You, you know what, Kristen? Teams. If you can't pronounce the name, just call him Dummy. That's all you have to do is call <laughs> Stu Sternberg I'm sorry, Dummy. It's the Savion Blanc talking at this That's point. Okay. That's right. Just call him hey, Dummy. Just because they live in Canada doesn't mean they're smart or something. They're not stupid either. So. No, because we know yeah, we know a right. Canadian that we know a Canadian that uh, is a fan of our show who not only loves the oh, Blue Jays but also the Dallas Cowboys, the Miami Hurricanes, and also the Toronto Raptors. Do so don't I'm not going to say his name. name. Don't oh, worry. I'm not going to say his name. He who shall not be named. Exactly. Never gonna do it. There you go. So we we don't know if see I can't say if Canadians are that smart because now I have to I have to apologize to the Canadian delegation just like I had to apologize to the blind delegation the other day for talking about blind people. I gotta say Justin Trudeau's wife got coronavirus COVID nineteen and Justin Trudeau did not so I have to say based on that Canadians are smart he's like stay away from your wife. Well Justin Trudeau should be like who are you who are you kissing who are you gonna be around if you've got this and I don't who who are you around you know what I mean. It's almost like a Sam Darnold effect. Sam Darnold's got mononucleosis. <laughs> Who are you kissing around there? You know what I mean? Yikes. You gets. All right, guys, yeah. we're going to get out of here. We've got about 30 seconds left. Any Anything left? Any new uh, final thoughts for what's – What's the score of the game? Uh, so it's about 340 left in the fourth quarter, and the Baltimore Ravens are up 13-6 to six over the Pittsburgh State. Take it to the Ravens. house, Ravens. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. <clears throat> yes, and it looks like uh, T.J. Watt uh, – no, it wasn't a sack. Never mind. They stopped Mark Ingram at the uh, – it was like third down. and Yeah, it was like second and ten. They stopped him at uh, the – the line of scrimmage. So TJ Watt got that stop. So there you go. That's a good one. All, All right, right, guys. TJ Watt. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. It's been another edition of Sports Caffeine. Like I said, you guys can follow. You can listen to us live on uh, sport, fanstreamsports.com, Fanstream Sports, the app. I will be posting up the uh, Sip It or Spit It cocktail as soon as we get done recording the show. Just so take a look at, uh, on that on Twitter. But we will be back for a recorded show on Monday. So have a good weekend. Stay safe from the coronavirus. And, uh, yeah, don't lick anything that uh, you're not supposed to. We'll be out. And we'll see you wash your hands. <laughs> and wash your hands. That's right. <laughs> and wash, and may, if you have a bidet, make sure you do Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com.